Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Tune into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast. <laughs> Midweek show coming at you live in full effect on this beautiful 4th of December 2019, getting ready for one of the biggest heavyweight clashes of the year. Man, real good to be back. We were off last week, really wasn't anything popping. Um, want to say, hope everybody had a Happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know, we had a few. I think Oscar Valdez was on uh, last week. Um, not too much going on, but want to want to make sure everybody had a happy holidays, man. Um, but we're back. Boxing is, you know, we've been saying it. It's, it's cranking up a little bit, a little bit more as we get into the new year, 2020. You know, what a beautiful year it's been of boxing. You know, I can't complain. Might not have been the best year, but it hasn't been the worst year. Streaming services have taken over. You know, you got the zone, ESPN Plus, doing their thing on there, you know, even though they haven't gave, given us the best fight, but they've given us some pretty good damn fights when it comes down to it. Um, fight weekend is here. Big, big heavyweight fight. Y'all should know what it is. If you're listening, you're a boxing fan, you should know what it is. We got Ruiz, Joshua 2, uh, Battle of the Dunes, I think it's called. What's it called? It's called something, Clash on the Dunes, out there in Saudi Arabia, going down. It's going to be a afternoon boxing affair. You know, I think um, the zone card starts at uh, 2 p.m. Central, so that's 12 o'clock on the West Coast, 1 o'clock. No, three o'clock on the on the East Coast. So we're gonna get some uh, afternoon delight, afternoon boxing. Not sure when these uh, when the conference, not the conference, the uh, yeah, the, the when the I think it's called a conference. I'm not I'm, I'm not 100 sure, but the conference uh, championships for college are gonna be starting. I'm sure we're gonna have that all day. So it's gonna be a Saturday packed full of sports. Seeing who's gonna be you know, in the in the top four in the playoffs in that NCAA football. It's gonna be Utah. They're gonna make the four seed. They're gonna be uh Oklahoma and that boy hurts. They're gonna make the four seed. Or, you know, or is Georgia somehow gonna be L S U and everything's gonna stay the same, man. So we got that going on. We got two heavyweights. Ruiz Joshua too. Then at at the nighttime in the evening we're going to have uh, Jamal Charlo versus Dennis Hogan. Um, 
and Emmanuel Navarrete versus Francisco Horta on ESPN, man. So we got a got a lot to talk about, especially with this Ruiz Joshua too. We had the face off. We've got uh, we've got the numbers. How much these guys are getting paid? You know, we've got rumors of uh, AJ. You know, last time last time they fought, we you know there was rumors of AJ getting knocked out during the sparring by the short white guy like Daquanda or something with a D, um, Daquiendo or something like that. Him getting knocked out by that guy. That's why he was a little off. Uh, so there's rumors of that again. But, you know, these rumors are being dispelled. We'll talk a little more about that, man. So we got a lot to talk about, man. Glad to be back. Glad to have the fam on. And speaking of fam, let's take it to him. First off, we're going to introduce my man, you know, the guy that helped start this stuff with me, you know, my tag team partner, Mr. Party Animal, out there in Central California. Take it out there to my man, R.C. R.C., what's popping, dude? <sighs> that much, man. Just, just here, living vicariously through everybody who's having a good time at fantasy football playoffs. For my team's out. Not much, man. Just here. How you doing, bro? Oh man, I'm good, man. You know my fantasy team. You know we start our uh, our playoffs early. We only do the twelve weeks, so we're know, in the no, second no, no, round. No, 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 I had that first round by, you know, so we're, we're, we're this our second week this week. So we'll see how it goes, man. My running backs are the weakest of the week. I got Sonny Michelle and uh, Miles Sanders. I think that's that fool's name for Philadelphia. So, you know, it's always hit and miss with my team, man. But, you know, we got us a, we got us a first place, man, in a, in a, in a, in a first week by. So we'll see how it goes, man. But Hey man, I hate to see that, man. I was looking at your uh, your IG story the other day. I see you, I see you out there reminiscing with the belt, you know, walking around with it, saying you're gonna make videos and stuff like that, man. It seems like sad, sad day out there in the Central Valley. <laughs> kind of happened, huh, out of nowhere. You know good host Willis <laughs> doing that for me right now. It was all Antonio Brown's fault, man. In the last game, it was win and you in. I had Stephon Diggs against Kyle Rudolph, and when Kyle Rudolph got the touchdown in the fourth quarter against Seattle, it was a double downer for me. Not only did I not make the playoffs because of which, so the Vikings still end up choking to San Francisco, so or to Seattle, which put San Francisco subsequently in the wild card fifth place instead of first place. It was all around bad day for me in sports, but hey, there's a new day on the horizon, and as of right now, I'm a retired man when it comes to fantasy fanatics, and for me, I don't care about football no more, brother, so football has nothing to do with me for the rest of here on out. You won't hear me talk about football ever again until next September. Oh, man, so we're not going to talk about how the Ravens put them paws on uh, on your San Francisco 49ers? Oh man, I don't know what the hell's going on. I couldn't on tell today, you how but... it went because I don't know anything. I don't know anything about football. I couldn't tell you how that game went. You, so I, I, I don't know. 
Well, what about uh, what about the Sacramento Kings? <laughs> Oh man! Hey man, I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a guest on this show. I don't deserve this. I, I don't care about <laughs> sports right now. When it comes to when it comes to, no when it comes to sports, can. I know nothing about any sports. I'm a retired man when it comes to all sports. I'm not talking about any sports from here on out for the foreseeable future. You will not hear me talk anything about sports besides boxing. What about boxing? You gonna be talking boxing? Yeah, that's it. That's the only sport I'm talking about. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, man. This you're not a guest in, the, in, in here, man. You're, this isn't this isn't hip hop, and you're not Eminem, dog. You're not a guest. This is your home. This is outside this boxing podcast, man. Which you which you are one of the foundational fathers of this, man. So yeah, you're not a host, man. It's just you know when it comes to when it comes to your teams and uh you know football, basketball, all the good stuff. You know y'all aren't doing too good this year, man. But but that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and take it a little further mm-hmm. south to one of, to our guy. You know, didn't start off with us, but is a strong, strong family member, strong partner. This is he isn't a guest either. Taken out there to Southern California to Inglewood to the host of the relatively fat and black podcast, and he also has another podcast. Now I'm not sure what the name of it is off the top of my dome, but, you know, he sent it to me, you know, where he's breaking down the Bible. Any good Christians out there, y'all want to hear some heavy-handed, Jay, a lot of when you hear in the Bible and, you know, all the, uh, you know, I don't Ooh. like that, you know, all the all the little stuff from the, the heavy-handed Jay puts down on there, the, the horns, the uh, – the I don't like that from uh, from Belly, you know, all that good stuff, but, you know, very entertaining. Uh, I hope, maybe he'll give us the the name of that podcast. Look, and he, he, it seems like he's got a little podcast. They got a little podcast uh, channel going on with a whole bunch of different hosts and stuff like that, man. So, you know, maybe we need to get a, get on that uh, that bandwagon, man. But let's take it out there to Inglewood to our guy, Heavy Handed J, a.k.a. JP. JP, what's popping, man? Ah oh, man, we're always so gracious. Uh, thank you for the promo, my brother. Um, yeah, I'm over there at what's called the Wildest Flock. Find us on IG, Twitter. We're Googleable. We're, we're actually a real company. We're a 503 1C or whatever the hell that shit is. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, my contribution over there, man, is page one Bible study. And I keep it a buck like I do here. On um, Outsiders Podcast And over at the Heavy Handed Edition Where I do my own thing solo You know, it's the same thing And um, we're just trying to Good bring man. Christianity Yeah, Christianity to everyday life, man I'm a beginner As far as reading the Bible goes That'll make you a beginner in Christ In in the Lord But just an education is the Bible So what I did, I started at Genesis 1, chapter 1, page 1 and uh, now I'm in chapter, I'm, I'm still in Genesis, but I'm in chapter three. I'm on my third part of the series. And uh, I'm going to rock that out until God kicked Adam and Eve the fuck out the garden. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't cuss with that. But see, that's part of, you know, what we're doing over there. <laughs> but, yeah, eventually they get kicked out. So um, I'm going to run it down, and I'm really breaking it down. I'm breaking it down, down. Well, and, well, uh, JP, it's, I'm, it's, going to you, I'm going to you to start a football season next year. 
I, I forget what football is, but next year when my fantasy league starts, I'm gonna need a prayer, brother, because this one right here was a bad one. So I'm going straight to you, man. You, you, them sad Francisco 49ers and the sad Cremento Kings, man. You got a you got a hell of a trifecta. But I'm sure you're a sad Francisco Giants fan also. So man, it's a uh, you got to have a trifecta. You you got to learn to jump on these bandwagons and tell people, you know, you was low-key born somewhere or your grandma low-key been living in that state for forever. So when you use low-key. I, I know you ain't talking Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we don't fuck with Kershaw. We don't fuck with Kershaw. But, yeah, man, I, I low-key, um, you know, jumped on, on Baltimore. At least I felt before anybody was. So I'm feeling entitled. I'm driving the bandwagon. I am steering the ship, and I'm also psyched for some good-ass boxing topics we should have on deck tonight, man. So let's get on it. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. So first off, man, let's talk about the big elephants in the room. We're talking about, what is it called, Clash of the Dunes? What's it called again? Clash on the Dunes. Talking about Saudi Arabia. We're talking about the... Upset of the year. No, when, when exactly was that? Was that in June? Not too long ago. Upset of the year when relatively unknown to the boxing, to the casual fan, Andy Ruiz Jr. knocked out the top dog in boxing. The uh, the not the undisputed the the what the fuck is it called? Man, I'm losing the word. Not the undisputed, but the uh, unified heavyweight champion, Anthony Joshua. Knocked him out. Nobody saw it coming. Upset of the century. Biggest upset in boxing history, some would say. Even bigger than when Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. Right after that, we got a lot of hearsay. What went wrong with Anthony Joshua? Did he have a panic attack? Was he knocked out? Why was his dad so upset with with promoter Eddie Hearn? But right after that fight, Anthony Joshua said when asked, are y'all going to have a rematch? He said, I think the question was, y'all have a, you have a rematch clause. Will you take the immediate rematch? And Anthony Joshua's statement was, hell yeah. Now, a lot of people were a lot of people were a little you know were a little iffy about if they wanted to see him do that. Should he do that? Should he be taking the immediate rematch after getting knocked out after getting embarrassed by a guy who looks like Butterbean who even looks a little worse than Butterbean? at least Butterbean was round all the way around this guy's a little flabby he's he's jumping around jiggling after the wind. Was Anthony, does Anthony, was Anthony Joshua be mentally ready? Was he physically ready for this? And he's taking it. And December the 7th, that's this Saturday, it's going down. Fight number two. Now, it's a lot to talk about when it comes to this fight. Like I said, it's a lot of questions on if Anthony Joshua is mentally even physically ready to do this. You know, there was all those 
question marks about, you know, panic attacks and all this stuff. Was he hungry anymore? You know, you even have, you even have people coming out now saying, like last time, he might have been hurt in sparring. You know, that's, that's a rumor that's been going around. You see him out here, he looks like he's lost 20, 15, 20, 25 pounds. He's slim. He's not looking his regular self. You know, he's out here. He has an afro. It looks like he's taking it back. You know, uh, you know he, he's looking sort of crazy out here. They have the face off. Anthony, uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. tells him to his face. He thinks he's, he quit. And Anthony Joshua's face looks so crazy on there. We've got a big fight. Big fight this weekend. I'm, I'm very excited for it. We weren't excited for the first fight because, remember, it was, uh, originally it was supposed to be Big Baby Davis. He failed the drug test with multiple, multiple drugs in his system. Then it was supposed to be um, Ortiz. Ortiz didn't want to take the money. He said he'd rather fight Wilder for that same money. You know, on PBC with this guy. So he went with Andy Ruiz Jr. Nobody was looking for that fight. Um, Madison Square Garden. When exactly was this? I think it was in June of last year. Uh, yeah, June 1st. Not of last year, this year. June 1st, 2019. And he got knocked out. So now Andy Ruiz is the, is the headliner. But he's not the A-side. It's first it was Joshua versus Ruiz. Now it's Ruiz versus Joshua too. Ruiz is the champion. WBA, IBF, WBO, and the IBO champion. IBO, which nobody gives any claim to, but he always has that belt. Uh, both those guys seem like they're they're very proud to have all four of those belts, even though one of them, the IBO, nobody's really counting. And the PBC. You know, on the last fights, what was that? Last weekend, they showed uh, they showed Andy Ruiz and they showed him with the four belts, but they didn't mention that uh, that WBO belt at all, which is weird. They didn't mention that IBO that IBO belt either. They only mentioned those two belts. So, you know, PBC's up to their strange tricks, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But Andy Ruiz being the champion. He is not the A side. You know, I'm looking at the reports, and this is crazy because I think the last fight, Andy Ruiz might have made $3 million, 2 or $3 million. Don't quote me on that. And AJ may, may have made about $20, $25 million. This fight, Anthony Joshua is set to make $60 plus million dollars. And Ruiz making seven. Crazy, crazy numbers. Before I give my prediction on the fight, I want to take it to the fam, see what they think, see how they see this fight, see if they're excited, see how they feel about the rumors of AJ getting KO'd, see if they saw the face-off at all, and how they feel about AJ getting more money after the L. He took the L for 20, 20, 20 million plus. Now he's fighting for 60 million plus after the L to try to become the two-time heavyweight champion. So let's take it. I want to take it to RC first. I saw 
he had a post on IG saying that he really wasn't excited about this fight, but he had a post about it. So that means he's sort of excited, even though he doesn't want to admit it. But I want to see. Oh, I think we lost. I think we lost RC somehow. So let me take it to JP first, and then we'll get to Janelle. Janelle is, is, is off. So, JP, man, how do you feel about this fight, man? Are you excited? And, uh, you know, let us know about the breakdown. How do you see it going? Oh, man, I'm super excited. <clears throat> There's been a lot of buildup. There's a lot of nuances, like you talked about. Where, where, where's AJ's – where's his mind at? Where's his, Is he mentally recovered? Is he physically recovered? Right back into a fight. He, he lost, like you said, uh, a pretty noticeable amount of weight. Is that good for him? Um, one of the bigger questions that I would ask is that, well, one of the bigger things that I don't like about AJ going into this fight is that you seem to have this big revamp. Um, it seems like he's gone through some kind of identity crisis, and you, you're fucking 25, and you're in the prime of your career. We definitely don't need you having an identity crisis right now. <clears throat> I miss the big fucking Greek god ripped buff. I, I miss that guy. He's not like that anymore. He's like half the size of the guy he was two years ago. So, you know, and that's the thing that's more of a red flag to me, man, is that it seems to me that there's definitely been – uh, going back to the drawing board, there's an identity crisis. AJ, you know, in these stare downs and the face downs is is looking, he's not looking confident. You know, that's not what's coming through the screen. Now, I personally don't put a lot into stare downs and who looked away first and this, but just the look on the man's face, I think we all read it the same when, you know, Ruiz told him that he quit. We all read it the same, and I think that was clearly, you know, it just wasn't a confident look. Um, looking at both of them, looking at both of them, I'd I'd have to say Ruiz doesn't look as in shape as he was in the first fight. <clears throat> Ruiz looks fatter, and AJ looks a lot slimmer. Uh, has this has this new found fame? You know, has this newfound fame, and I don't think Andy Ruiz probably ever really dreamt of this. <clears throat> He'd been a contender. He'd been a middling-type heavyweight, you know, could get a paycheck here and there. But the, the rocket ship that his career has been on since that fight, I'm sure he could have never, um, he could have never assumed it would be like that. So maybe has, has that taken away from his work ethic, <clears throat> has that changed him as a fighter? Joshua in the stare down to me, now in the face, I'm talking about the official uh, stare down, um, he looked better than he did to me the first fight. The first fight, he was, you know, he was handing the dude his belts and shit. It just almost like, damn, dude, um, you know, get your game face on. But at least now, in the recent stare down, he had his game face on, man. He made me a believer just there. And then I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Eddie Hearn is just looking at Joshua for about a minute straight, seems like. He's just looking at him. And then Joshua is, you know, he has a better look about him. 
and he he felt to me like he was the guy pressing Ruiz. The optics of these guys standing next to each other is is odd. It looks like some fat little beer drinking dude that watches football and versus some dude who goes to the gym every day. <clears throat> but uh, I think it'll be an exciting fight. Uh, I think you know both guys. Uh, I think if if Ruiz gets knocked out, Ruiz has a chance of going back to obscurity or somewhere back to where he was, you know, somewhere under Joshua Parker or, or yeah, I think that's my man's name, uh, Parker over there in the Netherlands. But, um, yeah, Joseph Parker, Joseph Parker. Yeah. Joseph Parker. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, Joshua, a loss we hear would be devastating to his career, of course, because it'd be a confirmation. We all have the asterisks by the first fight. Oh, he got knocked out before the fight. Uh, you know, his mental space, whatever that be. I'm sure we could even throw some anxiety and what's the other one? Depression. Let's throw that in there. Um, but this would be the confirmation. He just can't get knocked out back to back. There's a lot of money behind this this cash cow who is Anthony Joshua. And that $60 million purse, man, if, if that's a fact, that's an insane amount of money like Mayweather and Canelo was stunting they was like stunting because they got like these 20 million dollar checks and Canelo has a hundred million dollar contract or whatever it is or is it 300 I'm not sure whatever it is but it's a Canelo got a contract yeah yeah Canelo is like in the 300 million maybe high twos yeah that's on a contract man so I'm sure you got to fulfill it. It ain't a, uh, he ain't get a signing bonus. You know what I mean? Right. You got to fulfill a contract to get the full payout. I'd rather take 60 per night. You dig? <laughs> you know, so this guy's getting paid handsomely. Uh, I want my big Terminator back. I want big Terminator back, man. Um, this guy, I don't like the skinny dude and all that shit. I don't know if we're ever going to see big Terminator again. But um, as far as the fight goes, man, I always felt like in the first three rounds, we were seeing what we were supposed to see, what we all thought we would see. Willie, you said uh, the first fight wasn't a big fight because we all assumed it would be easy work for Joshua. <clears throat> Second fight is bigger because we all know what happened. Um, but in the first three rounds, I do believe we were seeing what we were supposed to see. Joshua with more range, more height, uh, prop, uh, more power using all that stuff, and dropped Ruiz. And at that point, we all assumed it was over. And then after that knockdown, there was some strange hit to the back of the head, this, that, or the other, and from there on, Joshua could no longer stand up. So I'm, I'm going to go Joshua. I'm going to go Joshua with a 11th round TKO. That's my official pick. Man, 11th round TKO. I see it, man. Um, yeah, let's take it to – let's see what Janelle thinks about it, man. Janelle, um, you know, we're talking about Andy Ruiz, 31-1. and one, I mean, 33-1, and one, 22 KOs versus Anthony Joshua, 21-1 and one with, uh, with 21 KOs for the WBO, WBA, IBF, and IBO heavyweight title. Ruiz Joshua 2, how do you see it going, man? Give us your thoughts about the fight, your thoughts about any of the buildup, 
your thoughts about the rumors of uh, AJ getting uh, getting rocked at camp again before he got out here, and your thoughts on these guys, uh, AJ making $60 million this fight. Janelle, what's popping, man, out there in central New York? What's going on, fam? Uh, nothing much, Yeah, man. um... Well, let's speak on the AJ refight. I was actually watching the first fight last night in the garden, and I was watching it. And you watch when AJ got rocked, he got hit with a left hook to the temple and then a right hook to the temple. And he never recovered from that shot. That's on both sides of the temple. I don't think in history of boxing I can't recall anybody ever getting hit. As you know, know, temple shots cause a lot of damage. And getting hit consecutively on both temples it's like, that's not easy to recover from, especially from a heavyweight. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I don't care that, that temple is a very sensitive spot. Um, of course, credit will reach for landing those shots, but what are the odds of that really happening again? That's what I'm, I'm trying to factor in, saying that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, a lot of guys won't recover from back-to-back temple shots on both, on both temples. If you watch the left hook and hit him, and then he went down with the right hook. And he, and he never recovered from that. His feet never got back under him. He never fully recovered. And I don't care what nobody said. Andy Reese is a big dude. Um, so um, I think Josh was – it depends on what Josh would come to fight. If he tries to out-finesse with Reese, and that's why he lost the weight, he's going to lose. You know I mean? He's going to lose. You know I mean, he has to impose his will. Don't get into a shoot fast with Reese because Reese got the faster hand. So, in other words, he, you know what I'm saying, every, every fighter come across a style that's not easy, that you just have to take it victory how you can get it and go on to the next guy. It's like Ali with Norton, uh, Junior Jones and Barrera, um, uh, Vernon Farr, Shane Mosley. Um, oh, what's the fight I was just thinking about? Uh, Floyd Mayweather Castillo. If you see the first fight, I thought Floyd lost. And the rematch of Floyd Newell, can you know, uh, let me just get through this fight and go on to bigger and better things. And then he just pop shot him on that thing on the outside. He didn't try to mix it up the way he did in the first fight. So if AJ brings that mentality and he tries to impose either a jab and grab, because his style, his initial attack is always good. But then after that, he just pauses. It's like he admires his work. If you don't go down, he, he admires his work. But what he has to do is, is impose that Gladiator Clisco and Lennox Lewis. He has to lean on his guy. You have to jab the guy. I mean, get your shots off and then just clinch him and then, and then just win a boring fight. If he imposes that tactic, that's the way I should be in. That's the way you know what I'm saying. I, I know it's not what we want to see. I know it's not exciting, but I'm telling you what he has to the way and just go on to bigger and better things and get the this Ruiz goes out of your head because Ruiz you know, might have his number. Unless he pulls that bullshit jab and grab tactic, but that's what he has to do in my eyes to win this fight. Um, and Maurice got the faster hand. He's got more dog in him, as you saw in the first fight. He's got more dog. He's got the Mexican spirit in him. Faster hand. AJ tried to play the outside game in the first fight. You know, he's like he tried to use the. He tried to look like a big bulky. Um. Uh, Bobby Bullitt, Muhammad Ali type, and it's just like, damn, why are you trying to finesse? It kind of reminded me of, of Canelo when he fought Floyd. He cut out finesse Floyd. I'm like, why are you doing that? Impose your will. I mean, you're the bigger, stronger guy. Impose your will. And, I mean, he just has to impose his will and jab and grab because 
You know what I'm saying? And Reese will be able to push every single time. As far as the payday, I agree with Jason on 10% of rather than being tied down to a big contract. Hey, over in the UK, man, they support their fighters, man. It's like I always mention the guys. I've been over there plenty of times. Over there, they don't have the NBA. They the in Saudi Arabia, though. This is Saudi Arabia. No, no, no. I understand that, but still, his following is from the UK, though. It's from the UK. You know what I mean? And they support their guys, man. There's no NBA or NFL. And they major sport is soccer. But when one of the boxers rise to prominence, they rally behind their fighters. And and this is where this payday comes from. So it's like, hey, man, and they support their guys over there. You know what I mean? As people say about how Mexican is, or Mexico are the main um, are main guys who follow boxing, I, I bet you differ. I say it's the bricks, man. If you ever go there, you see how these soccer stadiums pack out and fill out uh, soccer stadiums. Uh, Joe Kawasaki, Ricky Hatton, those guys always uh, um, fill soccer stadiums. I say the Brits are the main boxing fans, man. You know what I'm saying? Brits, man, they support their fighters 110%. They ride with their guys. And, and, hey, man, he's generating that kind of money. Hey, he's, a, he's entitled to it. I don't think nobody should knock him for making his payday. Hey, and JP is right, man. If he's making $50 million a fight, or this much money to fight, then why tie down to a big contract? I'm now... In Wilder's case, I think Wilder should have took that contract from the zone because, I mean, Wilder's not going to make that kind of money. You know I mean, let's face it. You know I mean, he should have took the contract. He should have took it from the zone. Well, we're going to see gonna... if, these, if, if they get paid 60. I think Wilder got paid 20-plus this last fight. Uh, you know, if, no, if AJ. 20? Yeah, he, he got, got 20 million last fight? Yeah. Wilder? That's what's being reported. Yeah, Wilder got 20 million this last fight. Not, I got to see to believe it. Those pay-per-view buyers only did like a 219000 or some shit. I got to see to believe yeah, it, man. Yeah, I think, he ain't get, think he ain't the buyers about today. Nah, you're making up nah, shit. I'm, I know why I'm making up shit. No, I didn't make it up. I, I think it was the same, the boxing team, same source that said uh, AJ's getting $60 million. You know? So, I mean, I, that's what they're reporting. Send me that picture. got 20. Well, send me that. I definitely want to see that because okay. I don't believe Wilder makes it. If he fights AJ, I don't think he'll even make 20 plus million. Seriously. No. Hey, I think he'll make that, man. I think, they're, I think they're trying to pay him, man, to keep him happy, keep him alive, man. So we're going to see it. And I think that's why they have to do a pay per view because he got so much money. I mean, but I guess the guy he already knocked out who nobody gave a chance to, I doubt it, man. I got to see it to believe it. Okay, okay, but you never – so what was your official pick, man? I'm going to look this up for you and, and get the uh, get the what you call it, but what was your official pick? Hey, man, like I say, as long as he imposed that boring jab-and-grab tactic or get his shots off the tactic and grab, that's the only way I see him winning this fight. If if he doesn't, I think Andrew Reese knocks him out again. I mean, it's not really a pick. I'm just saying it depends on what his game plan is. If he if he does what I said, then I could see him easily winning this fight. But if he, but again, we never seen AJ use tactic before, so it's like, you know what I mean, he doesn't know how to clinch properly. You know what I mean? It's an art of clinching. If you watch guys like Bernard Hopkins when they clinch, and and the Holyfield clinch Tyson, how he cuffed him under the armpit and pin his elbows together, that's a proper clinch. 
You know what I'm saying? Lance Lewis knew how to clinch when he, when he leaned on his guys. You know what I mean? Again, we've never seen AJ use that tactic. It's an art form. I know it's a, I know it's a dull, boring art, but if you watch all the great ones who do it, they do it effectively. You know what I'm saying? So you watch Hopkins, you watch Lance Lewis, and Hoach in his prime, he had Tyson like a fucking package. It's Tyson, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to fight out. I mean, way too more energy trying to fight his way out of it. You know what I mean? It just depends. I mean, I can't make a solid pick because, again, I don't know what AJ's game plan is going to be. But if he does what I said, that's the only way he can win. If he doesn't, then he's getting knocked out again. It's just, I mean, it's just all it, it all depends on what he does. I mean, I, I know it's not a firm pick and all, but I can't pick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it was a more versatile fighter, like, say, like, say, like, you know what I'm saying, a guy who could do multiple things in the ring, and we've seen him do it before, then it was, you know what I'm saying? So, okay, I can say, okay, we see AJ fight uh, this guy like that, so of course he could do it. But we've never seen it. He's always been very robotic. He's been a very robotic guy who always gets his shots off. His initial attack is always sharp, but then he admires his work because of his big muscle-bound frame. And he just stands there if he don't fall. And I think Andrew Reese got a hell of a chin, man. I think even AJ wins. I don't think he knocks the Reese out. But Andy Woods can't be suffering from that Buster Douglas uh, syndrome after his big fight. I see him buying Rose Rose. He's out there partying. He's out there having a good time. Is he really training hard for this fight? Who knows? But again, yeah. I mean, it's just hard. It's just hard to pick. It all depends on what AJ's game plan is. But only way I see him beating is unless he does what I said. If he doesn't, he's he's going to sleep. Okay. Well, that was one of those ride the fence ass uh, ass picks that you you always give, man. But you know, no, it's not. We know you don't want you, you don't want to be wrong. I'm killing you in the record right now. I'm proving oh, my boxing genius when it comes time, to these picks. I did it one time. Now before, you don't want to make picks. I did that one time before, and that was for the Kell Brook L Spence fight because I thought Kell Brook. Okay, after the Triple G beat down, man, was he the same fighter? But the fight went exactly how I said. I said Kell Brook was out boxing and showed that he got better skill. But when it gets to the trenches, I mean, will he dig down deep after suffering a no? A you made, off like you that? You made a pick. You broke the fence a few times this, these last couple these last couple of months. I think you better be go pick. I don't think you, care about. you picked it. Unless it was, okay. Unless it was yeah. fighting, I didn't care about. I didn't know much about the other guys or whatever. Then I didn't make a pick. But it's like you know what I mean. All right, ain't nothing wrong with hey. being hey. I could be wrong. Ain't no wrong with I'm just what? saying, man. I'm not scared well, we to be wrong guy, about a pick. I'm just saying. We know a guy. That I'm not scared to be wrong about a pick. I'm just saying. Yeah, I heard you. We don't. I that. heard you. We know a we know a hey, guy hey. that uh, scared that, that that gets upset about being wrong, and I'm about to bring my man on, my homeboy on real quick. But multiple multiple oh, sources Simon, Simon. show. Yeah, multiple multiple sources show that Wilder <laughs> Wilder was guaranteed about twenty million, uh, 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 bringing home close to twenty million dollars. So they don't say twenty million, but it might have been about seventeen, eighteen, some around there. So you know that's multiple sources out there, man. But before I make a, make my pick, let me uh, mute Janelle. So I get the bowling alley. God damn, let me. Mute him. Let me bring in my man from Seattle. These boys, they got they lucked up on the win. Uh, the uh, what was that Monday night, man? Uh, against the Vikings, man. But let me take it to my boy, Seattle Sam. Sam, what's popping, man? Yeah, 
Glad to have you on. What's, what's going on, man? What's up? Man, nothing much, man. We just got uh we're making our picks uh for this Ruiz Joshua two for uh you know, for all them belts. If you leave it up to PBC it's only for two belts, the WB uh WBA and the IBF. But everybody else has it for the WBO also and even the IBO, man. So we got four belts up for grabs. Another big payday up for grabs, man. We wanna see how you feel about the uh how you feel about the fight. Are you excited? You know? Have you heard about the rumors about AJ getting KO'd? Who you think's gonna win, man? Give us the breakdown. Man, uh, I did hear about the rumors. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's like uh, I have I have a couple. You know, I I have a theory about that. I think that's a way to uh, that's a way to um, you know get get out in front of the story, as they say. You know. In, the, in PR and media, you know, so if he loses, that that was floated out there before, so he could still somehow recover from losing two fights in a row, you know what I'm saying, and instead of turning into Frank Bruno 2.0. But do I personally, if I had to guess, do I think he, do I think he, he got knocked out in sparring? Nah, I don't think he did. Because the rumor was that was the case that first time they even named the guy, uh, the guy that they, they the rumor was about, and he, they asked him, and he didn't categorically confirm it or deny it. So what that told me was like, hey, there might be some smoke, but or it could be like a guy cloud chasing a little bit, you know? His name happened to be attached to AJ, and he's like, all right, well, AJ's a big star, and I'm a journeyman. This helps my profile, you know? But with this situation, you know, I haven't heard about no specific sparring partners and and all that, so I just think it's just trying to you know have a you know have a story just in case he loses. And the reason why I don't think it's true is because uh, this is do or die. You know what I'm saying? So if he did get knocked out in sparring, I think AJ would just postpone the fight. You know what I mean? So I don't I, I don't think like Fury's about to do like, a couple of months. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm telling y'all, nervous, man. You're bringing up Fury again. You're talking about him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nervous. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, with, with you know, if it, if it was true the first time, you know, he was still the heavy favorite. He was undefeated. He probably, you know, if he got dropped or, you know, hurt bad in sparring, he probably was looking at it like, man, I'm AJ. I'm the best, you know, heavyweight or whatever. It's all good. You know what happens. I'm going to go in there and handle Ruiz anyway. Probably underestimating him because of his body and all that stuff. But now that he lost to Ruiz, I just don't believe if he got knocked out or dropped or something in sparring, he would just go keep going with the fight. I think they would postpone it, you know, like like Tony Harrison did. You know, the rumor is with Tony Harrison, like, you know, that, you know, like his Charlo brought up the guy's name. Like, I, you know, he even mentioned the sparring partner's name. You know, you got dropped and this and that. So, it's like if Harrison was to do it, you, you, I mean, he, he don't got nowhere near as much to lose as AJ. So, I just I just don't believe it happens. I just think it's floated out there just in case he loses. As far as the fight, you know, uh, as of right now, I have to go with Ruiz. You know what I mean? 
uh, that could change depending on like the weight and everything. Like if, if Ruiz like loses too much weight, I feel like that'll be a detriment to him. But so I have to see how much he comes in at. I, I don't care how his body looks. I'm talking about just how many pounds he takes off his body. I think that could that could uh, weaken him. You know, punch resistance and just endurance. You know, strength in there. So, and but vice versa. I mean, that could that could that could make me believe. Like, if, I know he's. I know uh, Josh was lost some weight too. That could, in some ways, help him, but it could also hurt him. I mean, we we probably all agree. I think probably. Hey, Chinny. Hey, Sam. I think. No? I think I read something that uh, said that uh, Ruiz was just at the same weight. Oh, he's at the same weight. Somebody said. Yeah, they were acting like he was losing okay. weight, but they say that he's really pretty much at the same weight. And, uh, yeah, so he's not – he ain't thinning out. Okay. Yeah, because I haven't – I mean, I've gotten, you know, I've, I've gotten some text messages and stuff from people telling me, oh, AJ looks really thin and all that. But so far, I haven't really, like, watched anything or seen anything. I need to catch up with I'm all the – I'm talking about Ruiz. You know, the – huh? I'm talking about Ruiz. I'm saying Ruiz. No, I'm just did, talking. It didn't lose anyway. Like, okay. Okay. No. What, yeah, but I'm saying I've been getting like, what I'm saying is I've been getting like people telling me stuff, but I haven't really looked into it enough yet. You know. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, uh, um, like for for example, Ruiz, I believe he came in at 268. You know, for the first fight, like if he would have came in, if he comes in at like, which I don't think he will, but. If he comes in like under 250, then I think that's that's no good, no good for him. You know, you don't need to be doing all that, bro. You don't need to. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? But um, and same with, I mean, with AJ, it's like I don't know how. I mean, I think he probably should slim, take a little bit of muscle off, but you don't want to take too much muscle off. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's you know it's interesting that way. But then there's the you know the 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 factor of like you know. The zone, match room, and all that got a lot riding on AJ. So that's something to definitely consider because, you know, the, the zone, the guy that runs the zone is on the record saying he he's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I want AJ to win. Like he said that, you know? So you have to, you know, and we already know that anyway, but for a guy to come out and say that, it's like, you know, they got a lot riding on it, you know what I'm saying? So that's something to consider if you think the fight's going to go to the distance and all that. But uh, as of right now, uh, I'm rolling with Ruiz, man, you know? Um, but uh, I just think that AJ hasn't – the things that AJ has, needs to do to win, he has never shown in his career he can do it. Not saying he can't, but he hasn't shown it, you know? So – that tells me that Ruiz should be able to, you know, do something similar and, you know, just win the win the fight. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, we'll see. So this is a very – this is the most anticipated fight to me of the year. You know what I'm saying? With everything that's riding out on it. Um, uh, so I'm looking forward to it, man. I think it's coming on at, like, noon over here, which is just crazy. I what mean, time you say? Some fun. I think it, I think It'll it's probably like noon be on around here. like. Yeah, yeah, it comes on at noon. That's when it starts. So it'll probably be about two o'clock. Okay. 
midday during okay, the uh, yeah. during the games. Yeah, and the, and then I looked at the undercard. That shit is whack. You know, yeah, I was gonna ask about undercard. the heavyweight undercard, man. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, a bunch of bunch of easy. I think that I I, I like that guy Michael Hunter, but we'll we'll talk about that. We're gonna talk about that after we uh after we wrap up this fight. <clears throat> But yeah, man. So you think? Uh, so you're giving a little half-ass uh, prediction too, saying you're picking Andy Andy Ruiz. So if he wins, you can say I told you so. But then if he loses, you got this little underlying little thing that just no, 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 how no, he can no, win. No, 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 no. There's a difference. I will, I will make an official pick before the fight. Like regardless, like I'm gonna make official. Okay, pick this is your midweek pick. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Because like I told you, like. The whole weight thing and this like that, I don't know. You said it's reported like he's not, it's not really like that and all that. I just want to see and some other, you know, like just kind of, you know, look into some certain things, man. Like see kind of how everything's looking, you know what I'm saying? I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. But, but no, nah, I'm, you know, no, my pick is at this moment is Andy Ruiz. I'm just saying, you know, it's it not like. It could change, definitely. But right now, it's clear-cut Andy Ruiz. I got Ruiz winning the fight. All right. All right. So, we got one pick for Andy Ruiz. JP was uh, had the Anthony Joshua KO in the 11th. Janelle rode the fence. He's not going to pick anybody. Doesn't want to be wrong like he was against uh, when he picked uh, Postal against Crawford. <laughs> Hey, but you yeah, man, I'm gonna make my. Me, I, you you picked, you picked up all my bad habits. <laughs> uh, no, I just I just remember that. I remember that for forever, man. But yeah, man, let me go ahead and make my pick, man. Like Jay, uh, like Janelle was saying, that those first three rounds, Anthony Joshua was showing what he needed to do, and he and he did it, and it, and it looked easy. When he dropped Andy Ruiz at that point, it was sort of looking easy. Then he jumped in and got rocks because he thought it was over because he underestimated this guy. Now, you know, Anthony Joshua, in that face-off, he didn't look quite so confident, you know, to me. looked a little shook, looked a little scared. In the, uh, the face-off, the, the TV show, the little whatever it's called on, uh, on Sky Sports. Gloves are off. He looked a little sh- Gloves are off. Yeah, my fault. I'm saying face off. Gloves are off. He looked a little shook. You know, Ruiz told him he quit. You know, I know it's editing, so we really don't know exactly how he he did look. But the way they had him looking, he was looking a little shook when he said that. Didn't know if he knew what to say. So the question is, is Joshua, is he real or not? Because I think he has the skill to do it. I think he has the, you know, I think if he just sticks to what he was doing them first three rounds, he's probably going to sleep Andrew Ruiz in probably about the ninth round. If he would have just took his time and not jumped in and not gone for the kill and just kept on boxing him, he, I think he would have knocked him out because he was doing it with ease those first three rounds. But then he got, like Janelle said, got hit in the temple on both sides of the temple at the same time. He was out of there. After that, not the same time consecutively, but after that, he had no legs, and he started to get beat up. 
he lasted a long time. I give him a I give him a little credit for that because he he didn't just go out all the way. He lasted a little bit. Even got up to walk. You know, he didn't walk to the referee. That's why they stopped it. But he was shook. He was out of there. So the question is to me: Do I think Anthony Joshua has the realness, has the mental game to be able to bounce back from that? To know this is just boxing, that fool got me, but he ain't going to get me again. So is he real or is he just another one of those UK brothers? That's the question I have to ask myself. And if you know me, you know deep down inside, I love all my brothers. So I always give them a chance, second chance, sometimes even a third chance. Well, I haven't really given one of them uh, a second chance, but... I might give AJ a second chance and think that he's got the mental fortitude to go ahead and step back, do his thing, and get this guy out of here. Because I don't believe Andy Ruiz deserves is that good. I know he's got quick hands. I know he's all that, but I don't. Really, he lost to uh, who did he lose to? Did he lose to Provekin or got a draw? No, he lost to Provekin. It was a jo- it was, was a uh, Joseph Parker split decision, but it was a very oh yeah Joseph fight. Parker. Yeah, it was, but it was uh, it was a split decision in Joseph Parker's hometown. Majority so draw. You could take it. Yeah. You could yeah. You could you could take that. I mean, majority decision. Yeah. Majority decision. Okay. Yeah. Majority. I know it was majority or split, yeah. but it was in yeah. Joseph Parker's home country, so you could take that how you want. You know what I'm saying? You know, I personally was, thought yeah. Ruiz won the fight at the time. He did. I, I think I Ruiz won. Time. I remember it was during the daytime, right? It was like a daytime fight. These fools was fighting in the daytime. No. No, I'm tripping. That's something else. But I remember it being a close fight, man. But Joseph Parker, he got washed by Joshua. A washing. No, he did not get washed. Watch that. No, he did not get washed by Joshua, dog. Watch that fight. First of all, neither of them did shit in that fight. And the right. It was easy work. No, it was not. No, it was not. Go watch that fight. That fight was horrible on both ways. All Joshua was trying to do, uh, Joseph Park was trying to work his way in, and Joshua would would grab him, and wait and, and wait and try to hold on until the ref would uh would uh come over. The ref was way too uh-huh. involved. Watch the fight again. He looked horrible in that fight. Both looked horrible to me. That fight should have just been called a draw. Both didn't do shit. The one that really beat him was Dillian White. Now Dillian White was dirty though too, and he almost did get stopped last round. But Dillian White actually put hands on Joseph Parker. He dropped Joseph Parker. He hurt Joseph Parker in that fight. AJ didn't do none of that. He didn't do no damage. He didn't drop him. He didn't hurt him. Go back and watch that fight again. That was a perfect example of an A-side getting the benefit of the doubt by the judges when neither did shit. He was the A-side. He was the money guy. AJ didn't do nothing against Joseph Parker. So that's not true. He didn't do anything, but hit him with, he just hit him with some jabs. I mean, I'm not saying it was easy work like he whooped his ass. It was easy work that he didn't really do nothing, and he got the easy I'm, win. He, no, yeah, it was easy work in the sense of because he knew that he didn't have to do nothing to get a decision because it was in his hometown and shit. But he didn't do nothing with Joseph Park. Nothing. Not uh, He didn't play. No, no, that's not how I remember it. So, so yeah, you go back and watch it, dog. That fight was horrible. He just he got he didn't no. he didn't want because he has no inside game he has no inside game, so he's 
So any, when Joseph Parker needed to work his way in because he was a shorter guy, he got the shorter reach, and AJ knew that, but AJ has no inside game, so he would just grab Joseph Parker, and it was just a wrestling match. That's all it was, man. AJ didn't do nothing in that fight, well, man. Well, you know, I, that's either here or there. To me, I remember it was easy work, and I don't think I don't think Ruiz is a, is an elite fighter. I think he's a pretty good fighter. He's an okay fighter. He can get you on his on his best day, and you're not a hundred percent. He can get you out of there. He's that good. But I don't think he's elite, man. And I think Anthony Joshua AJ, got what it takes. But this is but this is listen. But AJ hasn't been looking elite. People act like the the Ruiz fight was something that just like happened out of nowhere. He wasn't looking elite the last like three four fights. He didn't look good. He 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 stopped. Pavekin, but early on he got his nose broken, was getting hit upside his head, no problem. And then when Pavekin started wearing down, getting tired, he got him out of there. Against we talked about Parker, that fight was horrible. We know about the Takam fight, Carlos Takam, where the ref stepped in and stopped it a little early, but he wasn't doing nothing with Takam. And then Derek Chisora ended up sleeping Takam. So if you go back and look at his, you know his box wreck and look at his last three, four fights and then go look on, on tape, AJ, leading up to the Ruiz fight, AJ was not looking elite. He wasn't. He just wasn't, man. It's like he peaked at that Vladimir fight. Ever since that Vladimir fight, he had just been look, not looking the same since the Vladimir fight, dog. Tell me. Go look at his fights, man. That's why the Ruiz thing wasn't like, it was surprising in how it went down as far as like him, you know, Submitting, quitting, whatever you want to say, and just the fact that like he he didn't. It wasn't like a a fluke shot that landed and he was slept. He got beat up. Like he, to his credit, he did drop him first, so that we do know AJ has the power to hurt him. So that's something to think about going into the rematch. But then after that, he got beat up until he basically gave gave up. So I mean, I'm just saying, man. These are just you, you go look at it yourself, man. Man was not looking elite leading up into that Ruiz fight. Just saying, man. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. Uh, you know, now that I'm looking at his uh, his record, man. Uh, yeah, he hasn't really he has really yeah since the Vladimir fight. The Vladimir last, fight was uh, since the Vladimir fight. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like, yeah. man. But I think he needed that wake up, man. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Anthony Joshua beating. I think this might turn into a beating at the end. Um, to the point where somebody's going to have to stop it. I think it's going to be similar stoppage to, to the last one, except AJ's going to do it probably around that. I think JP picked the 11th or the 10th. I think I'm going to be around that same, probably about the 10th or 11th round. I think AJ's going to get him out of there. That's my my official I, pick. Hey, one thing so we're gonna say too is this: this is me playing both sides. You know what I'm saying? Playing devil's advocate on his side. Now I'm gonna be fair to him. You know, like they say in the NBA, right? They say when visiting teams go to Miami, you know, and they end up and they they have like a game on the weekend. They end up losing a lot of times. They end up losing to the Miami Heat. And they call it the South Beach Flu, right? Well, AJ did train in Miami for that fight. You know what I'm saying? So 
We don't know what AJ was doing that time during training camp. This might have been a situation where AJ possibly was, you know, doing a lot of stuff he shouldn't have been doing and not totally focused. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to consider too. You know what I mean? Miami got a lot of temptations and things to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially for a guy high profile like that. So that's something to consider too. Seemed like he's been more focused, more locked in and laser focused on this training camp, but his last training camp was spent in South Beach. No, nah, yeah, you're right about that, man. Uh, they say he was out and about doing this thing, man, with them young tenders out there. So, you know, a young man making 20, 20 mil a fight looking real good, you know, you can have yourself a, a definite time, man. You heard that he's getting 60 million this fight, right? Wow. Wow. That's what the report says. How much is Ruiz getting? They say Ruiz is getting like uh, seven to nine. Wow, interesting. Sixty million. I mean, that's what they say. Man, that's Saudi Arabia got some money, dog. That's some serious. They got that I mean, paper. it makes sense now. I mean, for real, people wondering why that fight's happening in Saudi Arabia. Man, that's the reason why. Man, money talks. Yeah. He gets sixty million. Eddie Hearn, he's probably getting who knows what. Who knows what Mashburn is getting? So, yeah, man, I think that's a good thing, man. But so uh, before we talk about if y'all like any of these, uh, any of the undercard, hey Janelle, you got anything on that before we get off of it? About the Andrew Reese Joshua fight? Yeah. Anything well, Tom like said? I anything I said? Well. I mean, like, uh, Simon kind of co-signed to what I said. I mean, the things that AJ has to do to win, but we never seen him do. You know, that's basically what I say to him. Why it's like, but, again, the only way I can see him winning is if he gets his shots off and then just grab him and lean on him. And but I'm asking y'all. Later but, but I'm asking y'all, if he made it, those first three rounds, it made it, he made it look easy till he jumped in and got yeah, caught. Yeah, but even within the first three rounds, I didn't, I didn't like what I was seeing, even though he was winning. I didn't I didn't okay, think like it was, was easy, dog. I think – I don't know, man. I think he was well, what they mean you're going to have to sit next to each other and watch a fight together because we obviously look at fights totally different. Yeah, I thought the fight was like – I thought rounds one That's and two easy. were very close. Very close. I thought and, it was – I think the also, fight was close leading up also, to that that shot that was landed. And also, AJ was this big muscle-bound guy. He's trying to use footwork and trying to dance on him and trying to jab. I'm like, hold on, why don't you impose your will? But yeah, that takes a lot of energy. That's it. A guy can't just get, a guy that big can't just get up and just do some shit without fucking, a uh, fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, he was moving around. With yeah, all that yeah, that's muscle, like a but then the lead, the lead hand like, oh, was just down. If you notice, his lead hand was just down, like it was yeah. down, straight down. It was like how Canelo fought Floyd. I'm like, yo, you're the bigger, stronger man, but yeah, you're trying to be more finesse than the smaller guy. And that's exactly what AJ, that shit looked backwards, that fight. It's like, why the hell would you try to do that shit? You know because saying? when he but got eight. in there, he got hit by the quicker hand. Because his hands ain't that fast. I mean, he wasn't even hit yet. He wasn't hit yet. He was on dancing. He started off from the beginning trying right. to jab and trying to But once he got in there. And right, and once he stepped up too close, he got caught. Hey, and that that's what I'm saying. Only way I see him. Okay, if he tries shit again, he's getting knocked out again. Only way I see him winning is unless he gets his shots up because his initial attack is always good. But after that, he just admires his work. You know what I'm saying? If he does that, 
combo and then just grab him immediately. I know that's not what we want to see. It's not exciting. But at times, you got to take a victory however you can get it. He has to win a, do- a-, a dull, boring fight because Reese got fast hands. He will beat him to the punch every time. But if he gets his shots off and then grab him and try to lean on him for later rounds, I could see him win that. But, again, we've never seen well. that from AJ. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's hard to say he's going to win this fight. I, I am looking Ru- towards- Ruiz is fast. I know, but I noticed with Ruiz, he's fast, but he's like, he also, but he's wide, though, too. Like, like uh, Joshua's punches are shorter. That's why he was able to drop him with that hook, because you, if you notice, it was an exchange, and Joshua's punch was shorter, even though Ruiz has faster hands, and that's why his punch got to Ruiz quicker, and he dropped him. But we so, know what Ruiz's game plan is to get inside, because AJ got no inside game. He's inside, get inside, again, and... Uh, if he can't keep Reese back at bay, it's gonna be an ugly. I mean, it's gonna be a, a an ugly night for him. Well, we well we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. Um, let's take it to uh, any of y'all. I know Simon said that the uh, that the undercard was trash, but I was uh, I know this guy Michael Hunter. Uh, I think he came up from Cruiserweight. I think I saw his last fight. Uh, he looked all right. Uh, I want to see a young black guy. I want to see what he can do. He's undersized, though. Um, have you seen him fight before, uh, Janelle Hassan? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I, I I can't recall. No? Okay. No, I know who Hunter is. Hunter is um the guy, he's cruiserweight guy. He fought uh, Usyk in the past. Lost to Usyk. I believe, I believe that's Michael Hunter, and uh, I mean he's yeah, solid, yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember Michael Hunter uh, when he was fighting. Like you said, he's a small. He wasn't like a huge. He didn't seem like a huge cruiserweight to me. So, you know, now he's fighting a heavyweight, and then you know, anytime a cruiserweight moves up to heavyweight, you have to ask yourself like, can he make up for his lack of size with his other attributes? So with a guy like Hunter. I don't see that, you know. To me, this is, you know, Pavekin got anything left. Pavekin should be able to knock him out, like, no problem. You know what I'm saying? He'd just be too big and too strong, you know what I'm saying? Especially if Pavekin is still dabbling with some things he did in the past, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what's exactly drug drug testing protocol and all that is going on for that fight. Uh, So, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, but hey, I wish him nothing but the, you know, good luck. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I'm not saying I, you know, I don't. I'm wishing bad or wishing they gets knocked out. I'm just saying logically, like you look at a guy like Usyk. Usyk was the the cream of the crop at uh, cruiserweight, and he's moving up, and he didn't look so good in his first fight. Uh, and he's talking about fighting certain guys, this and that. You know, I know some people right now that believe Chisor is going to beat him. When, you know, and all that. So if that's Usyk, a guy that beat Hunter, a guy that is was the cru- undisputed cruiserweight champion, then you got to ask yourself, what does that tell you about Michael Hunter's potential chances at heavyweight? I don't know. I think he's gonna be able to, to give Provek in that work. It might not be not might not might be easy, but these guys aren't the aren't the best of the best, man. Usyk. He did have a hard time against uh, 
in this last, his, his first fight at heavyweight, but against Chaz Witherspoon, but he did stop him. He, he was, you know, Chaz Witherspoon, I mean, Pavekin is better than Chaz Witherspoon, but, you know, he stopped Tony Bellew, who was out. Wasn't Tony Bellew a heavyweight for a little bit? You know, he gave him that work, so. Yeah, you know, he I went up heavyweight to fight David Hay. Yeah, Tony Bellew. He moved up yeah. for Hay. Yeah, just for Hay, who's a, who's a smaller guy. But, yeah, you know, we're going to see, man. I don't, like I said, I haven't really seen Michael Hunter fight that many times. I just, just want to see what he can do. Uh young American fighter, man. But, yeah, other than that, they got uh, Dillian White versus some tall guy, Wach, never heard of him. And then uh, Philippe Hargriff, Hargrivik, Hargrivik or something like that. He's fighting Eric Molina uh, for the WBC International. I think the Pavekin Michael Hunter is a uh, is an eliminator, maybe for the WBA or something like that. I think that's what I heard no, never mind. Never mind. That's the uh, that's the core ball fight. But I think it has to do something with the WBA, man. So one of these guys is trying to get get their hands on the uh, on one of them belts, man. But another fight this weekend, man. Let's take it to I think coming up on Showtime, a fight that probably isn't going to be that good. But I think the uh, undercard is going to be good, man. You got Houston Zone. Jamal, Big Mall Charlo, 29-0 and 0 with 21 KOs, putting up his newly newly earned WBC middleweight title. Well, I'm saying newly earned. He, he earned that last year. Uh, but his WBC mid, uh, middleweight title against Dennis Hogan, 28-2 with uh, seven KOs. You know, Dennis Hogan, we last saw him against uh, Jaime Munguia, the young golden boy prospect at at super uh, welterweight. Um, So he's coming up to middleweight to fight fight Jamal Charlo. Um, Jaime Munguia also moved up to middleweight. I think him and Charlo, they're talking uh, talking about fighting maybe, but probably not. We'll see. but Dennis Hogan, some would say, gave uh, Jaime Munguia that work, man. I'm not 100%. I remember watching the fight and seeing Jaime Munguia getting punched, not looking too good. He got the majority decision win. I remember it being a close fight, man. It's not something I, you know, like remember like the back of my head. But I remember it, it being close and Jaime Munguia, maybe some would say, would be robbed, uh, might have robbed Dennis Hogan. But it was, a, you know, it was a close fight, and Jaime Munguia was the stronger guy coming forward, uh, even though he was acting like he's saying he was trying to box. But, you know, that didn't really make no sense. Jaime Munguia is my guy, though. But uh, Dennis Hogan versus Jamal Charlo. Uh, Jamal Charlo has been knocking boys out, um, except for his last fight against uh, a guy who's fighting on the undercard, uh, Corball. No, 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 he knocked out Adam. No, he didn't even knock out at him. Oh, man. My boy Charlo ain't knocked nobody out since, what is that, April? April of last year, man. That was uh, April of 18. So, hopefully, yeah, he he'll get another knockout. Last fight and he couldn't stop him, the fight in Houston. Yeah, and Brandon Adams in Houston. That. Yeah, and then yeah, the, the fight before that was the late uh, Korobov. He didn't stop him, too. Yeah, man, your boy. 
don't know, man. You know, when you call somebody a killer, man, I gotta, I gotta see them receipts, yeah, man. I, I gotta see them, you know. I'm looking at. The, I gotta you know, see I'm them. Keeping it real. I'm looking at the knockouts. He ain't got a knockout in a minute, man. But I think Dennis Hogan is gonna kill that drought, man. And it's gonna. This is probably gonna be easy work. Dennis Hogan. He gave Jaime Munguia, who is a big guy, it's probably about the size of uh, Char uh, Charlo. That's him and Munguia, probably pretty much the same size. And he did all right against uh, against Jaime Munguia. So Dennis Hogan isn't the weakest of the weak. But, you know, he's no bum or anything. So, But I think he's probably going to get stopped, man. So I'm looking for a stoppage by Charlo probably in the middle round, fifth, fifth sixth, or seventh round, man. How do you see this one going, Tom? Um, I agree with you, man. I think he probably should get the stoppage. But, you know, um, uh, you know, Hogan, I thought Hogan got robbed, by the way. I thought he – Clearly got robbed, but that was at 154 pounds. This is fights at 160 pounds. So I just think that when you're in there with guys that are clearly bigger than you, at a certain point that's going to catch up to you, especially when you're moving up a weight class this time. So um, Hogan's a small dude, man, very small. I mean, I think once fight time comes and people see the size disparity, people are going to be like, man, what the hell was this fight even sanctioned for? But – yeah, I think I think Charlo should uh, be able to look good, get the stoppage, and then hopefully, you know, finally fight somebody uh, that uh, at, at middleweight. You know, I mean, he's been at middleweight for a, a while now, and uh, guys do want those guys that want to fight him have been calling him out. So hopefully, one day he takes one of those challenges. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Uh, Janelle, you got anything on this fight, Charlo versus Hogan? No, no, Janelle. Well, a guy that he could fight, a guy who has been calling him out, is fighting um, is fighting Korbov on the undercard. I think that's the one that's uh, some kind of WBA eliminator. Um, but, yeah, Chris Eubanks. 28-2 is coming down. I think Chris Eubanks was a uh, super middleweight for a while. I think he was the IBO super middleweight champ, and I think he's coming down. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. He was the IBO super middleweight. Yeah, he champ. lost in the. So, um, he lost in the. Uh, he he lost in that little WBFS World Boxing yeah. Super Series against last year. Uh, George Rose, Rose. Yeah. came back. And then beat DeGale, the 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 corpse of DeGale, and I just think he, I think he realized probably like you know I, I need I'm I'm more of a middleweight, you know what I mean with my size and my power and all that. So, but you know the thing about Eubank is, if that was the fight that would happen next, I mean, Eubank's a, is actually a step up for Charlo at middleweight compared to the guys he's been fighting. So I wouldn't even oppose that fight, you know. So. If that if they both happen to get through this, which uh, I think I think Eubank, you know, if Korbov has anything left, Korbov's tricky. You know, he's probably going to trouble Eubank, but Eubank's durable and stuff, so I don't see him getting stopped or anything. So it's probably going to be a fight where it goes to the cards and then Eubank gets the benefit of the doubt on the cards. But um, I could definitely see him Korbov giving him a lot of trouble like he did Charlo. You know what I'm saying I personally thought Charlo lost that fight 
against Korobov. But, you know, it is what it is. But um, uh, that that's a good fight right there. So, But if they if they both end up winning and they fight each other next, I ain't got no problem with that fight. I'm just, just you know, he's pulling up guys, you know, weight class up and all this stuff and mid- fighting these midgets is like, nah, man. Now you're, quote, unquote, the WBC champion now because of this franchise rule, you know, I want to see you unify or fight somebody like you, Bank. Well, no, this uh, this isn't the Charlo on the front that's got the franchise belt, is it? Yeah, 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 it is. He got the middleweight. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, he got the middleweight title from Canelo. Canelo ducked him, dog. Canelo semi-ducked him. Canelo's so big that he doesn't have to duck people. He shouldn't have to fight who he doesn't want to fight. And he didn't want to fight Charlo for some reason, man. But yeah, that that undercard, Carbol versus Eubanks, I think that's going to be pretty a pretty good fight. Um, it'll definitely be better than Charlo Hogan. I think Carbol is probably going to give Eubanks a little trouble, but we'll see. Like you said, like we said, he's coming down. He's you know he's a pretty good puncher. Um, he's a pretty good puncher, so he he might be able to take that down the middle way and start dropping guys. Can he drop Corbov? I'm not 100% sure about that, but we'll see. But I think I like Eubanks in this fight, and I think him versus Charlo is uh, is something that will be – I think that will be a pretty good fight, man. Even though, you know, Eubanks I think is like the more rounded fighter, but that boy Charlo, he well, he was a killer until, you know, 2018 last year. Uh, early last year, man. But I think, uh, you know, we'll see how that fight goes, man. But that's pretty much it, man. I think there was a, a Navarati fight um, against Francisco Horta. Navarati's a pretty good dog, but these these little guys, I don't know too much about who he's fighting. Uh, so I think that's pretty much it, man, that we got. I think Janelle, I think Janelle's gone. Just me and you, Sam. You got anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here, dog? Any shit you want no, to I'm talk? here, I'm here. I'm here. All uh, right, you got anything on that Charlo versus Dennis Hogan or the Eubanks Corball? No, I don't. I'm actually in the shower uh, listening to y'all actually. Oh, uh, well, we're going to, you know. Hey, that's sort of, that was sort of suspect right there, man. We had to mute him. This boy's in the shower. <laughs> Time, you <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's in the shower, dog. He should have kept that to itself, man. Yeah, you got to keep that to itself, man. You got anything yeah, else, yeah. man? Any, uh, any oh, man. I would have dro- been dropped off here? if I was in the same situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, most man. definitely. Uh, no, nah, man, I just hope for a good fight, man. I mean, it's been a little slow the last couple of weeks, you know what I mean? But now we're back to um, uh, a pretty good December schedule. So starting off with this, um, you know, Ruiz and uh, – AJ rematch, so I'm just looking forward to that, man, you know, and uh, hopefully it goes, you know, whoever wins, you know, or if it's a draw, just let it be an entertaining fight, man, and no corruption. No corruption. I think Anthony Joshua said that if he wins, he's going to fight Ruiz again. So hopefully that's not the truth. I think I read that before I got on here. Hopefully that ain't the truth. They need to get this over with. Hopefully Anthony Joshua can get these belts back, and he'll fight, you know, Wilder. Even though, you know, we know that if Andy Ruiz gets the belt, 
he's going to fight Wilder probably straight up. You know, Al Hamer's going to serve him directly to Wilder there. So that's the only reason I would want to see Ruiz win, just so we can get, uh, you know, one one face, what? one name, one one champion. What's the What do they say? Don't count your chickens before they hatch? I mean, you're looking past it, man. Okay. All right. I ain't worth I'm not worried about Fury, man. Fury, they're probably not going to even fight, you know, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll see. You guys, you guys are so pessimistic, dog. It's crazy. I, I don't even think you guys are pessimistic. I think you guys are more hoping and wishful thinking, you know. You don't want to see the fight happen. No. Nah, I want to see the fight happen, man. I definitely do, man. But we're going to see. They say that's uh, – Aaron said it's supposed to do $2 million. We'll see people saying pay-per-views did. They saying, I think they said that uh, Wilder Ortiz did like three hundred thousand. They were trying to rumor it and say uh, that it only did like twenty-nine hundred buys or something like that. But I think they said, uh, let me look that up real quick. I think they said that they did three hundred thousand. Is that a good? Is that a good number? No, it said they did about two seventy-five. Is that a good number? I mean, that's for decent. I mean, it was a it was a fight. It was a rematch that we really didn't nobody asked for. So two seventy five. That's decent. That's not bad. You know. Yeah, yeah, that ain't that bad, man. That ain't that bad at all. While they're trying to make you know himself I mean? a name out here, in the, you know, he's trying to make himself a name. So I think him and Fury might do some pretty good numbers. I think the boy Aaron said it would do a million plus two million, but it ain't doing that much. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they both make their money. I hope the fight happens. They both make a lot of money, and nobody gets hurt, no corruption. You know, that's 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 the thing. You know, and I think people get it twisted with me. Uh, I just I'm just telling y'all what I think. A lot of situations are what I think is gonna happen. If you ask me who I want to win the fight between Wilder and Fury, I would want Wilder to win because. Fury, Fury can't be trusted. Fury might win that fight and disappear again and fuck up the whole heavyweight division. But Wilder, he is a professional, stays in shape, stays busy, wants to fight the best, doesn't disappear, doesn't have all these mental issues or whatever stuff. So I would want to see him fight. Now, if you ask me, I mean, win the fight. Now, But that's different than if you guys ask me, okay, be honest, what do you think is going to happen or this and that, you know? That's a totally different question, you know, and based off that, you know, all things equal, you know, uh, more, more things tell me that Fury should be the, the, the more, the better fighter in that style, but the man does have insane power. So it's, it's really a pick em, to be honest, it's really a pick em, but you twist my arm, I, I, I favor Fury slightly. Yeah. Well, you know, well, you know who I'm with. I want to speak on these uh, pay-per-view buys people talking about. Um, people talking about how the Fury Ortiz uh, flopped because it didn't do over 300 buys or whatever. But, I mean, I'm just saying it. I don't know why. The, recently, like, it's Floyd Mayweather. If it doesn't do a million buys, that's a flop. That's actually bogus. It all depends on what guys put into this fight. And I doubt there was that much money put into this event with Ortiz and, and, and Wilder, too. So I think a profit was made, and I mean, but I mean, 
uh, the past, say, like almost 10 years now, it's like if you don't do a million buys, it's a flop. That's just ridiculous. That's just absurd. Yeah, I remember back that, when you think it made money if they gave Wilder $20 million? If $20 million of it is going to Wilder, how much money could they make? Well, I, 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 I'm hearing about $20 million, but I don't know how they paid or – I mean, hey, if Al Heyman really paid $20 million for Wilder for this fight with Ortiz and rematch, where everybody knew he was going to get knocked out, it was just to build a platform for a Fury rematch. If he really got $20 million for that fight, then but I got He's got to pay myself. him that, dude. Dude, when you convince your client to turn down a three-fight a three, fight, a three fight $100 million deal with his own guaranteed money, you got to find a way to make up that money, dude. So if you have to go into the red on a pay-per-view where – you end up after the pay-per-view not making any money, you got to do that. You got to find a way to get that money because you convinced you, whatever, I don't know what behind the scenes goes on specifically, but somehow him and Shelly Finkel, his representation, uh, Wilder's representation, advised him to turn down a three-fight, $100 million deal. Wilder doesn't seem like I mean, sometimes I hear him talk, and he doesn't sound like the most intelligent guy, but I don't think he's a dummy. So I, I'm pretty sure Wilder's not allowing them to tell him not to take this money, and then all of a sudden they, they don't make it up to him on the back end. So, you know, it is what it is. But do I think they may if – if the reported numbers are true, they gave Wilder 20 uh, or T7, and they only made 270 5,000, you said, pay-per-views? There's no way yeah. they made any profit off that. No way. There's just no way they made profit off that fight. I mean, I got to confirm that this whole $20 million is actually accurate. I just got to see this is accurate because, I mean, if that is, then it's like, hey, I don't know any, I mean, I definitely wasn't going to that fight. Yeah, you know I mean, I, hey, 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 that's what they made, and that's what they made. I mean, that's what he made, that's what he made. They kudos to him for making that, hey. But, I mean, I just thought that it was just a platform just to build a Fury fight. I would have, and so I could pitch them making Toy Man for the Fury rematch. I think more people are going to tune into that fight. Because I think, uh, especially if AJ loses, because UK would need somebody to rally behind. Especially if AJ loses this Saturday. And I think Fury would be the one that, that, that they'll embrace a little more. Even though he was born in Ireland, I think that's the reason like why he's not too embracing the UK the way AJ is, you know? But it is no, but the point well, I was making, Janelle, was it no, wasn't that Al Heyman and 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 them felt, oh, this fight was so big, blah 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 blah. He Wilder got paid that because he was owed that because they advised him not to take that deal. So I'm pretty sure Wilder ain't just saying okay. And not telling them, all right, but you're gonna have to make that up to me, because that was a hundred million dollar guaranteed money he was offered by the zone, confirmed that he didn't yeah. take. It was a two, it was two fights for forty million, and then one fight for twenty. So, come on, uh, that that's really what it was. They had to make up that money that they told him not to take. So they had to basically overpay him for a fight that none of us were asking for. But hey. You know, it is what it is. But, yeah, man, I mean, hey, we're in December now, so we're about two two and, uh, what, oh, what, ten weeks away from the rematch 
all the people that are saying they don't believe it's going to happen and all that, hey, maybe you guys are right. But as of right now, we're getting pretty close, man. It's right around the corner. At a certain point, you guys are going to have to accept that this fight is happening and admit that you're nervous. Yeah, no, Willis said the fight was happen. Then next day, it was announced. <laughs> yeah, I all thought I still scared of the rematch. Yeah, no, nah, I still don't think it. I think it, it might happen, but it, I don't think it's happening in February, man. This guy just got his eye get gashed out. You know, I don't oh, know if it's going to okay, happen. That's man. a different thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you don't think it's happening because of the eye? Yeah, I don't think. I thought yeah, Fury should have fought to the fight. I thought Fury. Oh, okay. Fight I thought this, you thought of like summer this whole because of the eye. Okay. Yeah. I no, I can understand. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely something I'm considering too. Like maybe his eye doesn't get cleared by the doctor. But I thought you guys were implying like, like you don't think it's happening because he's afraid of Wild. I was like, no, okay, exactly I guess. That's exactly what JP and Willow was saying. That's exactly what JP and Willow was saying. So they need to stop it now. They no, that's not trying to say how the doctor. No, or that's not. That's bullshit. Come no, on, that's, no, bullshit, that's not what Willow. I was saying. You said about come I on, never, I never you said how the man was scared because he got a concussion in the last fight. He got a concussion and he don't want to face that kind of power again. That's exactly what you were saying. Stop the bullshit. No, 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 no. I never, I never said that, bullshit. man. I'm talking about. Stop the bullshit. I don't think it's yeah, gonna happen. Awesome. I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. If it doesn't happen, it's gonna be because he he just gashed his eye. I don't think he's ready for it. And then with that said, I'm gonna act like he's scared. So the way I might have been letting y'all. The way I might have been saying that bullshit, you, you might have thought, you might have thought that's what I was saying. But really, I'm talking about the eye. But I'm gonna use the eye for to say that he was scared. So even, I can understand how you can think that. Even before I got hurt, it was even before his last fight. You were saying about how he ain't gonna fight a while yeah, again because he, he caught a concussion. Yeah, and la la la. But this yeah, is where you, you're, you're, it doesn't. This is where your story won't won't add up because. When the Tony Harrison thing, right, for example, it's cloudy, right, because he's claiming he hurt his ankle, right, but we, right. and you know, however it happened, no right, but there's no video of it, there's no, there's, there's no real way to know if we, you know, Charlo's telling the truth or Tony Harrison's telling the truth, right, we do have tape of Fury having a horrible cut just two months ago, a little over two months ago, so... To say, if for some reason he can't fight in February because of his cut, to say he's scared would imply that he's acting like the cut isn't real or fake or this and that, but we know the cut is real, so it wouldn't work. Yeah, it would work, man, because this is sports and it doesn't matter. All, you know, I can say, even though I know it's because of the eye, I can say he's scared. You know, it's 2019. So I can say he's scared. We, we all know it's because of the eye. But we could use that just as bait, man, to, you know, the Fury fans. That's all it is, man. But I know. Yeah, I know. I know just like, just like fight, I know. Well, I know you guys are nervous. That's the difference. You you would be doing it because just to mess with Fury fans. I, I do believe, without a shadow of doubt, a lot of you Wilder fans are nervous about the rematch. And the way you got – but the way you guys are trying to cover up your nervousness is by implying – Insinuating, however way you want to say it, that I don't think the fight's happening uh, because in reality, deep down, you don't want the fight to happen because if no, you've been watching, you don't have to. You don't have to be a. You can be a novice of boxing. You you can be an expert. It's really not that hard 
if you're watching that fight that happened the first time to see that one guy body language was very evident of a guy that seemed like he lost and during the fight was a guy that looked like he was couldn't deal with what was in front of him as far as the skill powerful he was powerful though landed some good shots late but as far as the skill of it, oh, it was night and day. So you guys can act like that didn't happen. What? Hey, I watched the fight over again a couple of days ago. You know, I was under that idea also because I never. I think I watched the fight like that night and then maybe the next morning and then that was it. Haven't seen it in a long time. I don't even know if I watched it twice. But I was under the idea that Wilder was getting worse the whole time. But watching it again, Wilder couldn't land his power, but he can land that jab and he can land that left hook, and that left hook shook him up a couple of times. So, you know, I don't think it was – he looked crazy. He he looked the most crazy in there, but when it came down to landing punches, they, you know, yeah. there was some close – there was some close rounds in there. would do the same ducking down and rolling and slipping every time on the ropes, making a miss. Right. You know? Making a miss. That's what he But was... then when he would – but they would both hit each other like six times the rounds. You know, so it wasn't like, you know, he looked crazy, but when it came to getting hit, they both got hit about the same amount of times. That's what it looked like to me. So he was getting to school, but he was walking forward, hitting him with jabs, and Fury was hitting him with jabs. He hit him with a hook. No, Fury, Fury was hitting him back. with the right hand, dog. Fury, Fury, he Fury hit him with, that's what I was going to say. Right he couldn't, but he wasn't throwing it a lot. So he made it look yeah, easy. I mean... Yeah, he it was he had the better skills, but I don't think he just won the fight like people are saying. I think it could have been it could have been a draw like they called it, man. I don't see any upset in it happening, man, but So wait, did you see hold on, see. did you see the first four rounds going to Wilder? Wilder said he won the first four rounds clearly. I think I, and that's where I, that's where I want to feel like and that's what he did cuz I think he hurt him in the third. I, I think I gave him the first I think I gave him 3 out the first four. No, get out of here with that, dude. F O A. Watch it again. Just watch Fuck it again. Here. Fuck out of here. Just watch it again. You just gotta watch it. Fuck out of here. He can't land the <laughs> no, right hand. You a fair boy for real? Are you a nah, fair boy for if real? You watch it. I'm keeping it real. I thought he. Wa- I thought he lost all the rounds. Really, to me, when uh, when I saw it the first time, but I was at a party. I really wasn't checking it out, and I was listening to Paul well, and Molly and I was seeing him. Well, you was right before I was time, about. No, I just think it was a it was a closer fight than people are saying. Even though he did look crazier, I admit that he was missing a lot of shots. Uh, Fury was just ducking down and making him miss a lot of his right hand. But he was hitting him with that hook and he was hitting him with that jab. Uh, Fury was hitting him with the jab and hitting him with the right hand. It was about you know it was about the same thing, except he was just missing way more shots because he was throwing way more shots. You know. So I don't think it was a robbery or any kind of foolery. So that's all yeah, I'm saying, man. Uh-uh. What? Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way to end it, man. Yeah, exactly, man. That's what I was about to do, man. About to get, yeah, get us out of here, man. <laughs> I will, man. I definitely will. Hopefully this fight goes down, man. We'll be back on Sunday to talk about this Ruiz Joshua too. Who will win the Clash of the Dunes? I think that's the name of it out there in Saudi Arabia and Charlo versus Hogan on Showtime. 
Uh, so we'll be back next Sunday with that boy RC JP. Thanks to that boy Simon Janelle, man. Outside this boxing podcast midweek, we out of here.